This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I was out for a great walk this morning. I've been doing it every day for about the past week. And it's been time well spent for me, I'll tell you that. You know what else yesterday was? Oh, you know. <laughs> yesterday for you, it'll be two days two days ago for you. It's yesterday for me here. Tuesday night yet. A little bit late to be recording the podcast, but uh, it's been a busy, busy couple of days in a good way. And one of them was the great radio show. Great radio show. It's interesting. Uh, first of all, my brother Michael, who's sponsored the show, helped financially with it, which is huge. Um, I'll just I'll just mention on the financial end real quick, uh, you know, this opportunity came up somewhat unexpected, came up completely unexpected. I don't want to say completely unexpectedly. Obviously, I knew these people. I had made some connections and so forth. But after some discussions, it kind of pushed it to the back of my mind. And uh, anyway, getting kind of thrown into it, this book I was not planning on writing, and it all comes with a, a financial commitment. And the long and short of all that, with the radio show, and the, which is really very affordable, but when you add everything up, it begins to, to cost a couple of bucks. Going down there, it's not a $100 microphone. I mean, you can really set up a podcasting operation for 100 bucks, really, if you were a little creative. I and mean, people are... I happen to have a studio. I'm pretty fortunate, but I didn't always, you know, before we moved here. I mean, I did have a studio set up. It was up in our attic. Be up there in the summertime. It would be like 80 degrees. I'd be dying up there and have good airflow up there, good air conditioning. You get hot up there. I'd be up there recording and sweating. And, you know, these are the things you have to do. Now I've got this nice studio space. I'm very, uh, very fortunate. Part of the problem, by the way, in our old house wasn't that we didn't have other room for it. We did. I had a beautiful office there, and um, but the sound situation was not such that it could go anywhere else. In fact, it was difficult making it work up in that attic, believe it or not. But anyway, point being, there's a cost to the radio operation, the book, and it's turning into something else. And there's a business side of that. And as you know, there's a financial side, I should say. It doesn't have to be a business side, but... There's going to have to be for me. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to afford to do it all myself anymore like I do for the podcast. There's some money in the book sales, but uh, and I expect that to continue to grow. Uh, but for the most part, I've, I've covered all the expenses myself, which it's low, and I've been happy to do that. The radio show, I'm like, ah, we're going to need to get some help with this now. And I think we're going to be able to help other people. I think there's value there. So... I'm going to be setting that up, one, to continue to put the book out there. I'm hoping with all the books that I've sold of, of my other books that uh, we'll get a good good bump uh, initially coming out of the gate with the new book as a result of that. And um, I don't have any big expectations of that, but I am expecting a bit of an initial splash. And there's going to be a lot coming with that I'm very excited about. But anyway, back to the financial side. I'm basically in the very early stages, it's going to be listener-supported. Whatever listener support I can drum up. And um, I don't know what to expect in that regard either. We'll see. We'll see as I put the feelers out. In about three weeks, it will be be at about show six or seven. 
and you got to get you know set up on this end to be able to do that. And there's some other things I want to come together before we go into that. But um, that's what we're gonna do. I don't. I'm not gonna. Uh, I had the website being redone. It's really uh, fantastic. I got the proof back. I'm very excited about that. That may be up by the time you listen to this project, chaos.org. Um, there's some changes going to be coming to that yet, adding my other books on there and, and uh, space for sponsors and things like that. But um, anyway, I'm excited about the momentum of it. There was something else I was going to say, but I forget. It was a good time down there at the radio show. The beautiful it's such a beautiful studio with a big window and see that's something I don't have here you see there's there's always layers somebody else always got it better than you you know I see uh, online people that put studios in their in their closets good sound attenuation I remember actually doing some recording in my uh, in my office at my old house and setting up a contraption of um, of wire or whatever rope that I could uh, hang clothes around for sound to tell you. It worked. It worked just fine. You can do it towels. For many years, uh, I recorded with a towel on the table. Now I have this fancy mat. Ooh. <laughs> I've moved up. But anyway, there at the WWDB studio, we've got windows. I don't have windows here in my studio here. And it's part of what makes this studio nice and, and pretty well sound attenuated, not perfect. Every once in a while, I get the dog yapping or something like that, but it's a good spot. Anyway, I had a good time down there. It's a beautiful studio, beautiful view of the Philadelphia city skyline, which really is a very pretty skyline. You know, it may not be New York City. New York City is beautiful. I mean, we're up there all the time. Anyway, um, what did I want to talk about for a second? Got uh, got to rambling on there. Uh, the business side of it, and um, it's got me very excited. <laughs> I got to tell you. Uh, and there's even more to this that will come out um, probably maybe in three weeks, but two, there's kind of two stages, all right? I know you don't care about this. I'm just talking a little bit. The next, the next three weeks is really um, pre, pre-sales. pre What do I mean by that? I'm going to be working behind the scenes, making contacts with people, basically growing the email list of people. If you, if, I hope you sign up for it, projectchaos.org. I emailed some photos uh, of what happened down at the radio station, the little blurb. I think they're good emails. People seem to be enjoying them. I'm not really getting any feedback, but I'm not getting any complaints either. So, no, I take that back. Everybody, people say, yeah, they were looking for a couple of people that went to their junk email folder. If you're not getting them, that could happen. All right. But I'm going to have some other stuff I'll email out on there. So, believe me, it's going to be worth it. This is not a spam list. I'm not selling it. I'm not going crazy with any marketing stuff. I've picked my path. I started to say the website, the guy had him take off the social icons. I said, I'm not doing social media. This is a painful decision. Do you realize for the radio show, probably the most cost-effective advertising I could do would be Facebook video ads? You can do that on a geographical radius, and I could do it from the, you know, the 20 miles from the show. And run that on a $10 a day budget and just really build it. And um, I'm telling you, yeah, maybe 20 I don't know. I'm, I've been out of that game for a long time. Maybe $20 a day now, $600 a month. I bet you, you could kill it. Ain't doing it. Ain't doing it. It would take a while, by the way. It's not something that would need. You'd probably have to get somebody to manage. You like, I don't even know how it works, to be honest. I really don't. I've been out of it so long, and I wasn't that good of it when I did it, but. 
I sold a few hundred thousand dollars of retail products on Amazon, uh, on uh, Facebook, rather. But with everything that's happened, there's no way I'm giving them a dime. Sorry, not doing it. Going to have to find another way. It's painful, the path I'm picking. It really is. I'm just, I hope it comes with the right support as a result. I think it will. I don't, like I keep saying, it's going to be the best. Now, let me say this, by the way. So I was thankful to get a ride down there. I'm thankful to have the financial support that I have, which is phenomenal. Um, and we're in good shape, by the way, despite all this. I mean, we're the, the books are good. We're prepaid with everything. Everything's paid. The book is all paid for. Uh, there's some marketing, some ads that would still need to be paid for, some other expenses, but just about everything's prepaid for a couple of months. That's kind of how I do things. And uh, anyway, it was a great trip, very relaxing, and uh, did the show, and we got done the first segment for the first break, and that's the first thing I'll say to you. The first radio show I've done when I'm doing breaks like that, like, you know, a real radio show, because the first thing that uh, Sam from Beasley Media said to me, the first show, is like, it's incredible. Second show, incredibly said, you need to set it up for syndication, and that means that they got to be able to run ads on it. So, we broke it up. I didn't break it up correctly because nobody gave me the information on how to do it, which I politely asked yesterday, and they politely gave me. <laughs> so, I'll fix that, but that's an easy fix. Um, but anyway, uh, after I got done the first segment, which was about 15 minutes of me speaking, and I was just like, man, it was like edgy or... I don't know. I didn't feel myself. A little disappointed, actually. Very important that I deliver these really, really well. I mean, like, the the one thing that would kill everything right now is a bad show. Like, the stakes are high. I realize that. And it's live. You know, if I have a bad day here, I can always be like, you know what? I'll re-record it. Now, I don't do that. <laughs> so you get the sucky ones, too. <laughs> If I gotta talk through it, you're gonna have to listen through it. I've learned a few lessons in my tenure, been over six years of podcasting. The guys down at the studio, they don't like that podcast talk. I'll tell you, I'm beginning to see right now the problems with the business model of AM radio. And you know what it revolves around? The lack of cooperation. I don't know. I mean, and I don't have any expectation. I don't even want to talk about it because, uh, I appreciate everything they're doing. I don't want to say anything that doesn't sound completely positive because that's how I, I feel. They had the three producers down there in the studio for me. I mean, the level of service we're getting is phenomenal. Anyway, I have no complaints. I just have some creative ideas that I don't see going anywhere because I don't see them as being ready for it. But, you know, things can change. We'll deal with it as we come. Anyway, I didn't feel good about the first segment of the show. It was the uh, birthday of Kafchi. 33 years. Great segue. Interesting tie-in for the radio show. I go back and I listen to this thing. I say, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. You can go check it out for yourself. The shows are available at projectchaos.org. Uh, no charge for that, by the way. <laughs> Although you will have to listen through to the commercials. Um, it's world-class radio, man. I don't know. I... <laughs> Like, believe me, I can't stand listening to myself, and I'm my own worst critic. I really am. I'm listening. I'm like, nobody's bringing it like that. Nobody's bringing it like that. You know what? Nobody cares. It's the sad reality. Nobody cares. Nobody even really cares how many listeners you have. 
Nobody cares. Nobody cares if it's authentic. I could go get. Um, I could, I know how to do it. I could go buy fake clicks, and they'd be over there jumping up and down. Yee! Not really. They wouldn't care. Would not care one iota. They might initially get excited about it. Might even after a little while begin to question if they are authentic. You know why? Because all they care about at the end of the day is sponsors. How much money's coming in? I I think that more money could come in if people would cooperate uh, ahead of that. But I have to tell you, um, and and the point is this: when you're new, nobody's going to help you. If you're a young person, listen to this right now. And this is kind of my message I wanted to tell you. 12 minutes or 13 minutes of leading up to this. I'm getting a little older. I get a little chatty. Didn't get to anything I want to really talk about. I was out walking this morning. It just, it just struck me. Good for young people to understand. I know this. I didn't have any expectation. When you get started in something, not only is nobody going to help you. You hear these, oh, yeah, somebody helped me and it was huge. Yeah, you can flush that right down the toilet. Don't think for a second it's ever going to happen to you. <laughs> God forgive me if it does. You ought to say thank you in every way you can. Don't expect anybody to help you. Anybody who's in business will tell you that. Not only that, everybody's going to tell you uh, why it's it's not going to work or why you can't do it. Every business I've ever done, everyone. Oh, ooh, sounds risky. Sounds this, sounds that. I don't think that's going to work. People can't handle the conversations half the time. So, I look at it like this. It's time to make something happen. I was looking at the number of books that we've sold and the number of podcast downloads. Thousands of books. It's not, that's no Stephen King. I don't know if that sounds like a lot or not. I was a little shocked. Millions of podcast downloads and absolutely zero marketing or promotion. I relied completely on the quality of the material, the subject matter, telling the truth, and search engine optimization that worked for the first three years. Now... It doesn't work the same way. Not for a podcast like this. It gets completely shadow banned. What does that mean? It gets fed out to exactly zero new faces on any platform. They just won't do it. I don't even, it's news. I mean, even Facebook, I think, from what I've heard, I don't know, I'm not on Face Crooks. Um, right? They're not putting any news links, anything news and politics. It's part of the reason why I'm excited about the radio show. Now, this is interesting what I'm doing here. It's not a news and politics show. It's a show for veterans. But I was talking about the, uh, am I going to forget his name? The the, uh, Marine on the, uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Daniel Penny. Thank you. Daniel Penny, you know, he got arrested up there for defending the people on the train. You know, I spoke pretty passionately about it yesterday. Well, I also spoke pretty passionately about the Second Amendment. It was a nice segue, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And also, without getting, you know, politically biased or party biased, made a few points about the district attorney and those like her. Anyway, 
I thought it was incredible. I really thought it was world-class radio. I think the message, the meaning, the whole pattern with it. You know, the only thing I wish, and I got a plan that this, I think it needs to be two hours a week. I really do, which would take a lot out of me. I mean, there's, and that's why I say, man, we go to two hours. You can't imagine the work that goes into it from the back end. You really can't. But um, I think we'll get the financials. So it, I literally could spend well, I, this for the this week's show leading up to this week's show. I read. I had to read. I didn't have to. I read a book, the uh, the biography, three hundred and some pages. I don't remember his name either. I'm not good with names for one thing. The the uh, Civil War general. <laughs> um. Anyway, that took me a couple hours. I. Sp- was speed reading it. Who does that anymore? You don't even hear it talked about anymore. Why not? You know how important it is to read? You want to talk about make something happen? Go read a book. Anyway, that's the long story short. I was out for my walk. I'm getting my miles on. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I why is it so important to be walking right now? What does that have to do with the radio show? It's go time. I'm excited. There's a stress, a tension that comes with that. Right, the pressure to produce these great shows. I've got to make marketing decisions. The price tag is going up. God forbid, my wife asks me, "What? What do we spend it on this?" Ah, I'm not sure, hun. I haven't added it up. I really haven't, <laughs> for that very reason. As a matter of fact, why? <laughs> Something wrong? <laughs> uh, she's pretty cool about that stuff. Well, as, long as the bills are getting paid, she's like, "Do whatever you want, man." <laughs> like, all right. Cool. <laughs> Not really, but she's good with that. But uh, anyway, you got a marketing decision. Oh, this the things out a little bit of stress. So I go out there. I'm like every day now. I'm putting myself in this, and I got to be mentally focused come Monday for the show. So I'm out there pounding it, man. I'm like I'm gonna get in great shape too. Once I do that, I get comfortable doing the show, and things are running smooth. I go back to being fat and happy. Don't get me wrong, but. In the meantime, I got to focus a little bit. I mean that you got right now. It's focus time. It's go time. All right. What else? We got to talk about some other stuff here. What's going on in the world? It was a great story. Why are political leaders so unpopular now? Um, the, the the answer to this question, you know, I, I don't have a, a degree in anything. I'm not. A, I don't have a degree in journalism. I'm not a journalist. I'm not an, an ist of anything. I'm not a scientist. I'm no ist. Okay. <laughs> I have no credentials. And I've done no surveys. But I can tell you exactly why political leaders are so unpopular now. Because people are sick and tired of their lying nonsense and their corruption. Plain and simple. Okay? Anything else? No. Story closed. Moving on. Fierce battles in Gaza after Jordan attack kills three U.S. troops. I don't know what's going on over there. I hear the report that the Pentagon like messed up. Drones, they thought they were ours and they were Iranians, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't handle this stuff. I'm busy with a radio show. Here's what I do know. Fierce battles in Gaza. I, then I saw a report. I think I have a teed up for tomorrow as a follow-up to this. We're talking about a year that Israel expects the conflict to last. Uh, in other words, there's big problems as I'm hearing it. Not to mention the problem of ammo. I don't know. Speaking of ammo, 
Ukrainian officials charged with stealing from the weapons budget. A couple of guys. Is there a count on here? How many people? I should have looked at this. It wouldn't be great if I could plug in a commercial there. If found guilty, 12 years in prison. How many? I want to know how many people. Unsay. Five people. Five people. Now, it doesn't say there's not more involved. How much money? $40 million. Boom. $8 million a piece. They're walking out with the weapons money. Why is there weapons money over there? How's that working? I thought we were sending weapons. This is weapons money. I don't know. Maybe it's from the Ukrainian budget. Maybe it's not American money, but ultimately it is, I would say, wouldn't you? Either way, the treasonous act, they're filling their filthy pockets. They're like, yeah, the heck with ammo. We're out. Wow. Unbelievable. 12 years in prison, they should be shot in the back of the head. Is there any question about that? Would you disagree with me? Somebody would. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I know. It sounds a little mean, doesn't it? Shoot him in the back of the head. It is mean by all, you know, modern standards. But years ago, that wasn't the case. I'll tell you that. We've just gotten into this loony kind of what's nice recently that you think it's okay that people are dying in mass in Ukraine. The United States being put in a vulnerable position, international affairs turned upside down, entire economies, yada, 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 mass dispor out of Ukraine, and these yin-yangs are making off with the weapons money, and you're going to tell me I'm the bad guy? Okie dokie. I say bullet to the back of the head. Uh, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama plan a joint fundraiser with Joe Biden. They should call this the get out and buy the vote event. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I come I come up with some of the best stuff. I got to write this down. <clears throat> get out and <laughs> buy the vote event. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. I know this is a little strange moving away from the microphone there. All right, here we go. Buy, get out and buy the vote event. Get out. What do I mean by that? Well, for every dollar... <laughs> Every dollar you contribute, they can buy another vote <laughs> by the vote event. <laughs> what was the uh, other one? I got to break this down. I got to put this on Gab. Uh, if you're speaking English, thank a red state. <laughs> huh? I got. I should be on the map soon. Thank a red state. Could you imagine? Oh man! All right, I wrote it down. Then I'll forget it in three seconds. No, I'll be like, oh, I gotta go back and listen. I'll never go back and listen. I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. Bill Clinton, Barack Obama plan. Yeah, that's what that's about. So then they're gonna go out there. You know, nobody's gonna show up because nobody wants to see these three cackling hens. You know how bad it is. People would rather watch the View. Hey, I'll tell you right now. You watch the um. The ratings for this thing, and tell me that the view doesn't get more viewers. I bet you it does. That's how bad these three bozos are. But somehow, <laughs> the money will flow in, and lots of it. 
And then they will say, you see, this is, uh, this is what people want. This is, uh, they want Joe Biden to be president. They're contributing their money. And um, I don't think it's true at all. For, I don't know how the money's flowing exactly where it's coming from, but somehow it seems that the flow of money has gone to the Democrat side. I mean, you could blame the unions for that in part. Does anybody know how that union money flows? Like coming in like monthly stipend to the Democrats? Probably. I don't know. Sickening, really. Uh, this headline... Who put this out? Republicans now say it may be okay to ignore the Supreme Court, the Washington Post. They're arguing about the border. You know, uh, Biden has ignored the Supreme Court in um, paying back student loans that the Supreme Court said was illegal. Now you have red states ignoring the Supreme Court at the border of Texas specifically. Okay. Touche. This is why people don't like politicians anymore. You know, first of all, no, uh, uh, you know, it's not okay that Biden ignores the Supreme Court. And Texas shouldn't have to be in this situation to be ignoring the Supreme Court. And either way, whether you want to agree with me or not, or whether you have your, a different, your own opinion about the whole thing, which is totally fine. I don't freaking know. How could you say anything else but the Supreme Court just became a whole lot less relevant that, you know, you got uh, states and federal government and whoever, wherever, just ignoring the Supreme Court now? I don't know. Here's a big story. I called this Pennsylvania Supreme Court rules that abortion access is protected by the state constitution. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I told you that this is what Governor Shapiro was doing. I tried to tell people. You know, he labeled Mastriano a extremist, and he's not. I think Mastriano, I don't know, I could be wrong. I've never asked him about it. I think Mastriano's okay with 26 weeks. But I asked people, are you okay paying for other people's abortions? And so this requires it to be kept in insurance policies that we all pay for. And then, you know, like half of all insurance costs right now in this country are funded by the government. So what does that mean? Now, the Supreme Court put it back to the states. So I'm okay with that. I just disagree with the Pennsylvania Supreme Court's assessment. But you know, in this case, I guess uh, you know, nobody's going to contest it, right? They're going to stop what's going on. And as far as Pe- Pennsylvania's gone below, I'm pretty, pretty convinced of that. Not geographically, but population count. It's done. You have to get out of here. I don't know. Uh, we like living here. Um, Alzheimer's can spread between humans. Have you heard about this? I read this. I thought to myself, this is nuts. I mean, if Alzheimer's can be spread around, what other kind? Because, I mean, pretty much everybody I know is kind of bad, you know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of people I know are a little weird. I'm like, uh, that's the contagious? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm getting a little weird. I don't even realize it. Maybe that's why people are... So off-put by my mere presence these days. <laughs> eh, it's not really a recent phenomena. <laughs> People love me or they hate me. Mostly hate me. 
Um, but isn't it kind of crazy to think that Alzheimer's, that, that was a real write-up here. I sent it to a buddy of mine who's kind of in the know on this stuff. And um, I don't know, he didn't seem to have an answer either. But uh, let's just see what happens. I guess maybe we'll learn more about that down the road. But it's pretty freaky to me. It really is. Um, let me mention this. The uh, There's a story that the TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, uses minimum data to fine-tune its facial recognition. But some experts still worry. I got to tell you, no question about it, the, the facial recognition stuff, it scares the bananas out of me. I don't know if you ever use, like, the Authenticator app. It does the two-factor authentication on, on your phone. It does your face. I got rid of that. Man, I, I don't want to do that. I, it just, and, you know, they're saying using minimum data. They've gotten so crafty with this stuff. You can have glasses on. You can have a mask on. You can be really uh, obscured, and that thing will still pick up that it's you. Now, I suppose that, you know, maybe there's a way that uh, humans can do the same. Is that the case? You know, could you recognize, for example, your child if uh, if they were under a hat and sunglasses? You probably would, right? Probably could at least to some degree. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't need the government doing it with the TSA deal. And then they're building a database. It's creepy. And they'll be using it for AI and weird stuff down the road, recreating us after I after we're dead. Creepy. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.